The important lesson from Omnichannel is treating all of those channels identically, right? Making sure that the experience you deliver across any channel is another opportunity for your brand to really you know, enrich somebody's experience. You're listening to Retail Remix, your inside access to candid conversations with the people shaping retail's future. Here's your host, Alicia Esposito. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the first ever episode of Retail Remix, a new podcast series from Retail Touchpoints. And our goal for this series is pretty simple, to spotlight the experts, thought leaders, and practitioners who are putting a new spin on the retail industry. I'm Alicia Esposito, and I'm really excited to kick things off with an interview I conducted with Jason Woosley of Adobe. And during our conversation, we dug into some of the key findings from their holiday 2019 research and ultimately how they impact 2020 strategies. The key takeaway, mobile is everything. So listen in. Jason has a lot of tactical tips and takeaways around how your brand can refine and optimize its mobile experience. Hopefully, he gives you some ideas of how to improve in the year ahead. Jason, thanks so much for taking the time out. Thanks, Alicia. It's great to be here. So, obviously, a landmark piece of research and content every year for us is Adobe's holiday predictions and trends. We're just coming off of the holiday chaos. We're now in the time of reflection and key takeaways for, for the retail industry at large. So, to start off our conversation, let's take a step back. And I'd love to get your perspectives on... Of course, holiday results, you know, the, the, the research from Adobe, sure. but also maybe a, even a little comparison around the predictions and what actually happened, because I always think that's fascinating, um, you know, how, how we, you know, assess what may happen and what actually ends up happening. Yeah, no, that makes great sense. It's always good to kind of reflect back and see kind of how we did with our, our predictions. You know, so first, you know, we do about, uh, we have about 80 out of 100 of the top retailers in our survey. So we end up with a really, really rich set of data. Uh, we're evaluating over trillions of data points, over 55 million products. So between Magento, Commerce product, the uh, Adobe Analytics tool, we end up with this incredible insight into you know how retailers are actually doing over the holiday season. We predicted, uh, I believe, a 143.7 uh, billion dollar holiday retail period. We saw, I think, a 142.5. So wow. off by just a little bit, but still a record setting Still pretty year. good. <laughs> yeah, still absolutely incredible. And you know, we, we kind of look back and think, okay, where was some of that softness? And uh, you know, really, because we had such a short selling period between uh, the Thanksgiving and Christmas this year, almost a week less than usual on a calendar basis, there was a lot of advanced you know, discounting. So there's a little bit of consumer fatigue from you know, just the number of discounts and the earlier promotions that started as a result of that shorter selling season. But again, it was a terrific season for retailers and uh, another incredible holiday period for, uh, for consumers and retailers alike. Yeah, and it was definitely a landmark year for digital, specifically e-commerce. You know, a lot of the conversations at NRF that are happening right now are around, you know, how have we reached a mobile tipping point? You know, e-commerce is higher than ever. So I would love your take. I mean, of, of course, Adobe kind of plays in, in that space um, around what those digital influences were during the holidays and how that may, you know, trickle into 2020 overall. So well, I think you hit the nail on the head, right? We have absolutely hit the inflection point on mobile. 
we're, we're starting to see that become just a watershed. Over 84% of the growth in the, uh, in the overall holiday period is attributable to mobile devices. So uh, if you compare it to desktops, desktops saw about an 8% growth year over year, mobile saw a 37% increase. So we're really starting to see these devices become the preferred method for consumers to really you know, identify uh, and complete their purchase. Now, there, there's still a gap. There's still an incredible opportunity for retailers to close that mobile transaction gap, right? Uh, they don't close, they don't actually sell as much on a mobile phone uh, as they do on a desktop. So they're still using the mobile device as a research tool uh, to do some comparison shopping and then going to their desktop to actually complete the purchase. That's a great opportunity for retailers to really improve their checkout process to make the uh, uh, overall experience a, a more delightful and, and easier to uh, easier to transact process. So, but uh, you know, when you start thinking about you know how this particular retail season compares to ones in the past. I mean, we're really seeing that index on, on mobile devices. And, uh, you know, you can hear it on the floor here at NRF for sure. So, so to the end, regarding that ideal mobile experience, of course it varies from customer to customer around, you know, what, what that aha moment is that really brings them in. But, I mean, what, what, is, what is Adobe seeing as far as the components or, um, you know, tool, tool sets required to create that great mobile experience? Is, is it solely just, you know, personalized offers? Is it content? I mean, there are so many different layers. There I can is, imagine. and there's not any one, you know, kind of magic bullet, but I think it is a combination that it creates its experience. So we really believe at Adobe that, that consumers buy experiences more than they buy products, right? They're really looking at the overall experience that they get from a brand, uh, understanding a brand's values and, and the products and services that they offer. So making that investment and really allowing your brand to come across on a mobile device it's the name of the game. And, uh, you know, Adobe provides a number of tools to improve that uh, overall experience because it is about content. It's about personalization. It's about, you know, the selective. And it's really about ease of use, seamless transactions, right? Uh, you really need to be able to, you know, take the most modern payments and meet your customer where they are and be ready to transact when, when they're ready when they're ready to engage with your brand, and, and that's increasingly on, on mobile devices. So it's it's a partly content story, and then it's, it's partly kind of business operations and making sure that, that your, your products are incredibly transactable, and that that is a delightful experience, and that you have confidence uh, that your consumers are, are able to get to what they need to do. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like this, the principle of knowing your customer, I mean, it's retailing 101, it's marketing 101, but it's still such a centerpiece to all of these conversations and ultimately the pain points I feel like a lot of retailers still are navigating. So I have to ask, why do you think that is? Is it because... You know, there's still that silo issue around data. Is it that there aren't there aren't using the tools or applications required to analyze that data and use it effectively? I mean, what 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 do you think are the attributes there? I think it is a little bit of that. There's still a bifurcation of sort of the digital and the sort of in-store, right? And, and retailers feel a lot more comfortable with the in-store experience. They've been perfecting it for you know 100 years plus. So um, when you start thinking about as we get to a world where all commerce is digital commerce, they're having to make it, you know, adaptations and, and really start thinking about, you know, how do I take that in-store experience, that kind of face-to-face -face interaction, and create the same level of trust and affection through a digital channel. And I think that's going to be the, the place where those experiences really, really matter, and getting that content just right to really make a brand their essence kind of come across and those, those digital properties is really going to matter. Right, because I, I think it, it is an interesting dance that retailers need to do, right? Because they need to create the best experience possible for their customer, 
but they also need to think about the bigger strategic and, and business picture, right? Because sometimes what's good for the customer isn't always good for the business, although, it, I mean, it could be a trickle-down effect. I mean, what, what, what's your take on how they can balance the two? So, you know, my take on that is to always put your customer first. And it may be that, you know, from a business perspective, there are some, some short-term uh, sacrifices you have to make. But as long as you put your customer at the very center of all of your operations, you'll always win, right? That is the, it's the, the best advice I can give to any retailer is, you know, don't worry about the fact that you may have to sacrifice some short-term margins in order to have a better experience, in order to create a real lifetime value customer. Make that, that durable investment, uh, and, and that's how you actually win the game in the long run. Play the long, long game uh, and, you know, make those investments in durable, memorable experiences. And I don't want to, you know, be so bold as to ask you, you know, what's going to happen in the next decade, right? Because of the pace of change, I mean, who knows? Right. But I mean, over the next year even, what trends do you think will really rise to the top? We talked a little bit about mobile, but I mean, even from a technology standpoint, you know, what's really going to rise to the top for retailers? Or what do you think should rise to the top in terms of priorities? Yeah, I think there's a, there's a couple of different things, right? So um, for brick and mortar retailers, the buy online, pick up in store phenomena has been incredible, right? We saw 35% year over year growth uh, from last year's holiday season to this year's holiday season. So brick and mortar retailers really do have some tools in their arsenal to go, you know, to, head-to-head -head with the digital pure place. And I think that's going to make a huge difference, right? It gives consumers confidence. The millennial audience actually is even more attracted to buy online, pick up in store than, than the rest of us. So uh, it's a it's really, I think, a, an emerging you know, construct. And, and what you're starting to see now are some of the online pure plays that are now dipping their toes into brick and mortar, right? So Warby Parker, uh, Bonobos, you've got you know, some of these that's kind of were born out of the digital experience and now saying, hey, we need to have a, a tactile tangible in-store experience as well. So I think we start to see that, that happen more and more often, right? And then really from a technology standpoint, I think progressive web applications, which are essentially you know, mobile apps that you deliver on a, on a website, uh, are going to be the, the future. I'd be shocked to see you know, any new projects start that are not progressive web apps in the future for retail because it does provide so much of the app-like experience on a, on a web basis and allows you to have kind of one code base. You don't have to have a mobile app, but you support as well as you know, your digital uh, you know, storefront. So quick follow-up question there before we um, you know, talk about the future of, of Omnichannel, which is such a, a big and, and I think top of mind topic for so many retailers around mobile apps versus site experience because I, I feel like there's always that engagement gap sometimes with mobile. You know, sometimes people just go to the mobile site just because there's something very specific they're looking for. but. You know, there's that need for deeper engagement, like we were talking about earlier, right? Bringing, pe bringing people into the brand story. Is there anything that retailers should know in terms of like the value exchange there? I mean, beyond the content and the personalization that we were talking about, like, have you seen anything interesting in the space around fun features that bring people deeper into that mobile experience? So it's app-like, but still has that utility and that value. Yeah, you know the uh, the the whole augmented reality concept, and 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 it's, I mean it's really it's something that I've used, and and I'm I consider myself not even close to a uh, early adopter on most of these technologies, but you know when you can actually take a piece of furniture and look through your phone and position it in your house and actually you know see how it would look in a room. Uh, it, it changes the game. So I think technologies like that 
that are really you know delivering value back to customers and again you know keeping that brand experience as part of it because you know you want to see how you know the IKEA furniture is going to look in your your brand new place or and and being able to do so in real time it's just incredible so I think that's that's one of those areas where we'll continue to see investment uh, and we'll continue to see differentiation yeah AR is definitely interesting I think it's going to finally come to a head like not probably not widespread adoption, but the, I think they're going to be more unique use cases. I think people are going to be able to see the possibilities more. Even Holiday, there were a lot of brands that tested different things with AR, so it'll be really fascinating to see how that emerges and evolves. Yeah, and it's so much more accessible than, than VR, right? You don't have to have mm -hmm. special equipment. Everybody's doing it on their smartphone, uh, and that just makes it a whole lot more accessible. Yeah, and it still bridges that digital to physical gap that we were talking about earlier. Exactly. Um, which kind of brings me to my final question around the future of Omnichannel, because, I mean, it's still the key buzzword. I mean, everyone still use it, uses it, but there's the emergence now of, you know, harmonized retail, unified retail. I mean, a lot of new terms that people are trying to, I, I guess, maybe test in the market. Some are just saying, drop that word altogether, it's just retail. I mean, what's your take around how, how this is going to evolve? You know, where, where where's the industry going as far as, you know, omni-channel specifically? Yeah, I mean, I think omni-channel is sort of an artificial construct of retail. So I, I would agree that it's really, at the, at the end of the day, it's all retail. Uh, omni-channel, I think, is a great way to describe some of the capabilities that, you know, we, 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 we tried forever to think of it as just one channel, right? Omni-channel means just, just one channel. That's not really the reality that we live in, right? We, we do have a variety of channels, but the important lesson from Omnichannel is treating all of those channels identically, right? Making sure that the experience you deliver across any channel is another opportunity for your brand to really, you know, enrich somebody's experience. And I think that's the, you know, the, the core tenant there is saying, when you have an omni-channel experience, whether it's buy online, pick up in store, click and collect is what they're doing in, in, in Europe and, uh, and APAC, you know, those are just new techniques to do the same thing that we've always been doing with retail, right? Which is reaching our customers where they want to be, where they want to be connected with. And that's that's the uh, that's the name of the game. So, you know, for me, retail, you know, omni-channel is a, it's a great concept. It means a, a lot of things to a lot of different people. It's still something that I think as an organization and as a, an industry, we're trying to define succinctly because it does mean a lot to, uh, to different people. But again, if you think about it, you know, as one channel, it's probably a little too artificial of a way to look at uh, you know how you're going to market because your go-to-market strategy, regardless of you know whether you're a, you know a, a retailer and with brick and mortar or an online pure play, uh, you're always going to think about you know where am I meeting my customers? And the typical way to think about that is in terms of channels. So it's just making sure that you have that sort of consistency of experience across all of those channels that's really going to make the difference for for retailers. That's great, very very insightful, Jason. So before I let you go. Yep. Um, one final question around, you know, if you were to say anything to our retail listeners, you know, the ones that are trying to navigate this highly complex, ever-changing space, you know, a call to arms, so to speak, for them. I mean, what, what, what would it be? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, the call to arms is really going to be about, uh, it's about mobile enablement. And, and I think progressive web applications are something that every retailer should be, you know, either investing in right now or making plans to invest in. That's going to, you know, really reduce the, the dissonance between the desktop experience and the, and the mobile experience. Uh, and also, you know, potentially allows them to focus 
uh, on not having quite so many places where they have to duplicate their, their experiences, right? Mobile application, a mobile website, a desktop website, your in-store experience, your kiosk, you know, all of those can be served by this one piece of technology. So if any advice I could give to retailers for 2020 and, and, and really looking into the decade, let's make that investment right now. Start planning uh, on how you get progressive web apps to be part of your stack. Awesome, Jason. Well, thanks again so so much for taking the time out. I think we covered a very broad scope of topics in such a little, a short amount of time. So it'll be interesting to see how the trends from holiday turn into possibly something bigger or, or greater in 2020 and also where AR is going, mobility. There are a lot of really exciting things to look out for. So. Well, Adobe will be keeping a close eye on it as usual. And, uh, and thank you so much for having me on, Alicia. It's been a pleasure. Great. And uh, thanks everyone out there for listening. Take care. Thanks for listening to this episode of Retail Remix. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. You can find us on your favorite podcast player. Until next time, keep mixing it up.